0: President Trump delivered a big surprise to federal employees late Friday. He announced plans to implement a 2.6 percent pay raise for civilian federal employees next year. Most everyone was expecting another pay freeze. Federal employee unions welcomed the news over the weekend, but they're still not quite satisfied. Federal News Network's Nicole Grisco joins me to break down the big announcement and explain what comes next. Nicole, uh, why was this such a big surprise?
1: Well, it was such a huge surprise, I would say, because the Trump administration gave no indication whatsoever that they would change their mind when it came to issues of federal employee pay. The president had proposed a pay freeze in his 2020 budget request. That request came out in March or April of this year, and it said, I intend to implement a pay freeze. And so that was the course of action that we had all kind of been following with at this point. And it was so much expected that the House took actions to actually override the president's forthcoming pay announcement, and they ultimately passed a 3.1% pay raise for federal employees in 2020. So things were moving in the direction to expect that the president would announce a pay freeze Uh, either toward the end of August or right up to that August 31st deadline, which that is a statutory deadline that the president must announce his intentions uh, for an alternative pay plan by by August 31st. So we were expecting that he was going to say, yes, we're going to intend to freeze pay again in 2020. And he did this last year. He said in 2019, I intend to, or he said this in 2018, that he intended to freeze pay for 2019. Ultimately, Congress eventually overrode the president and passed a 1.9% pay raise just after that 35 day government shutdown. So, this was a huge surprise. And I think federal employee unions and other organizations were surprised too.
0: Wow. So, they're 0.5% difference than the congressional version as it stands in the White House. So, what might come next now that we have this proposal and the fact that the House has something different?
1: So you mentioned that 0.5% pay raise uh, difference there, and I think that is going to be a point of contention because what the White House said on Friday was, we'll give you a 2.6% across the board pay Raise. So, what that means is that every civilian federal employee would receive a, 6, a 2.6% raise. What that doesn't include is locality pay. And that's what we have typically seen, at least in, in recent memory, as far as I can tell. We have seen locality pay adjustments. And the House proposal includes a 2.6% across the board raise with an additional 0.5% adjusted for locality pay. And so, I think it'll come down to whether or not the federal employee unions and ultimately House Democrats and others who might want to work this out and argue this out in the Senate whether or not that 0.5% is going to be a point of contention for them. Are they going to go all the way and try to get the 3.1% raise for 2020, or will they be satisfied with the president's proposal? We've heard from At least two federal employee unions so far over the weekend, National Treasury Employees Union and American Federation of Government Employees, and both of them said, while we appreciate the 2.6% raise and we're thrilled, frankly, that this is even a proposal at this point, They both indicated that they want to move forward and try to pursue that 3.1% raise. It is possible, like I mentioned, the House has already passed that uh, in their 2020 appropriations bills. The Senate, as we've talked about before, Tom, hasn't done anything with any of the appropriations bills. So they will need to first come up with a proposal and will need to see if some sort of raise, 2.6%, 3.1%. Nothing if that is in fact in one of those Senate appropriations proposals.
0: We we're speaking with Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. So it sounds like there's still a ways to go yet. Was there any reason given by the White House or did it just come out as a, an announcement?
1: You know, it just came out as an announcement. And like I mentioned, the president is required by law to put something out to announce some sort of intention when it comes to federal pay by August 31st. He did mention that, uh, you know, he is still interested in pursuing other opportunities to reward federal. Employees, and this has been this was part of his budget proposal that he wanted to more strategically help agencies reward the top performers or employees who maybe have special skills like cybersecurity, engineering, other kinds of tech skills that are highly desired in the federal government. And the announcement that he put out on Friday was very short. It didn't necessarily back away from that uh, that message on rewarding and compensating federal employees. But but frankly, I mean, this was still a surprise. I think we were all expecting the message that came out on Friday to look a lot like the message that came out last year.
0: Sure. And so now the unions have something to be happy about, but that doesn't solve all of the issues between the administration and the public employee unions. There was another piece of news late last week also that had to do with the ongoing legal battle over the president's executive orders. They're still not happy with all of that. What's going on? What's the latest there?
1: Right. So federal employee unions on Friday morning, so the Friday was bookended by two big announcements, Uh, but federal employee unions on Friday, they officially filed a petition for a rehearing within the U.S. Court of Appeals for the D.C. Circuit. And what that does is they want the full appeals court to rehear their ongoing battles on the president's executive orders before, and this has a really long, complicated backstory, and these battles have been going on for over a year at this point, but before a a three-judge panel on the U.S. Court of Appeals had heard this case, they ultimately ruled in favor of the administration, saying that The lower court, the federal district court in DC didn't have the jurisdiction to rule as it did initially back in August of 2018 on this case. And if you remember, Tom, the federal district court last summer invalidated about nine key provisions of those executive orders. So these, yeah, these legal battles over these executive orders are continuing. The unions, this again, was another expected announcement. Uh, the unions had said that they plan to file some sort of petition for a rehearing or a retrial at this point and they had 45 days to do so and their announcement on Friday came right up to that 45 day deadline.
0: So really then there are still two issues to be ultimately resolved. One is jurisdiction and the other is the merits of the executive orders themselves.
1: That's right. And that's the merits of the executive orders themselves. That is exactly the point that the federal employee unions feel that there hasn't been a lot of debate about. The appeals court really only tackled that jurisdiction issue. They didn't tackle whether or not it, as they argue, the executive orders contradict the Civil Service Reform Act of 1978. And essentially the union's argument is that those executive orders, they try to codify just the ground rules and the basics behind collective bargaining, saying that that collective bargaining is in the public's best interest. And they say that these executive orders ultimately contradict that. And so that's why they want the court to review this case and really look at the merits of the executive orders. And until they do so, and we still don't know whether or not the court will accept this case and what the path forward exactly is, but until they do so, the unions are not going to be happy and they're going to continue to pursue this as any way they can.
0: Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. Thanks so much. Thanks, Tom. Check out her stories at federalnewsnetwork.com.